This is an unlocked episode, which is different from our usual shows, but hopefully you'll still get something out of it. This is Sam. This is Paul. And this is Southpaw. The global pandemic has hit our day jobs hard. This is now our full-time jobs. If you want great content and can afford a few extra bucks, consider becoming a Southpaw supporter on Patreon. If you want to show everyone else your solidarity, we now have an online store full of Southpaw swag. You can find links to both our store and our Patreon at southpawpod.com. When it comes to left media, we cannot exist without your support. I remember in middle school, I was bullied by this kid named Mike. Now here's the thing about bullying. It's a hierarchical system. Seems like we forgot about that and retroactively reimagine ourselves at the bottom of the totem. But how can every kid be at the very bottom? That would make the bottom the new middle. But nonetheless, that's how bullying makes you feel. However, just as I was bullied, I probably picked on kids below me as well, especially underclassmen. That's why we all have stories about being bullied, but we never share stories about when we bullied others. It's part of our egocentric worldview that we are the hero of our own mental movie and never as villain. It really is like a food chain and you never have just one bully. For me, Mike was one of many bullies and he was far from the worst. The reason I mention Mike is he was the first bully I learned to befriend. Well, friend is a strong word. Let's say be friendly with. One day he was picking on me and I just didn't get it. You know the story. You didn't do anything to this guy. And being a critical thinker, even at a young age, it occurred to me that it had nothing to do with me. Mike was just angry and was only taking it out on me because we just happened to bump paths. But if not me, it would have been someone else or probably a fist through a wall. There was one time Mike grabbed me by the collar and I said to him, why are you so angry at me? I was almost pleading with him to open his eyes. I think the part that got to him was when I said, me. Me, Sam, the individual. What did I ever do to you? Moreover, what relationship did we have? We barely knew each other. Why am I such a big part of your emotional life? Or your life at all? He thought about it, then let me go. Now I have no idea what actually went through his mind. But if I were to narrate his thoughts, maybe he too recognized that it had nothing to do with me. He was just angry and projecting it onto others. Now I don't know the true nature of his rage or what his home life was like. But if I were a betting man, which I am, his home life probably wasn't good. And just as he felt victimized at that moment, Mike looked like he was asking himself, what the hell am I doing? As if it occurred to him he was doing to me 
how he was made to feel daily. And from that day on, he stopped. And he made it a point to be nice to me from then on. He would even have other kids lay off of me. If he could, that is. I'm not going to romanticize this. He wasn't at the top of the food chain. There were still other kids who could beat up Mike. Sometimes it's about power. And even then, that's insecurity. But sometimes it's just about anger and their backstory and all the crap they're probably going through. And sometimes you can connect with that because here's the big secret. Just like us, not all bullies know they're bullies. And they grow up not realizing it and share their own stories of victimhood. On Facebook, I've known some of my biggest bullies to share stories and talk about how they were bullied. Because we aren't always aware of how we affect others. We focus mainly on how we are treated. Yes, some kids get a kick out of being a bully. But some don't realize it. The same goes for me. I've given countless apologies to people over the years for the actions of my youth. Sometimes it takes that long to recognize it. And sometimes being a bully means last week. The paradox of the bully is that they too were someone else's victim. This doesn't justify anything or make it okay or that it was all equal. You can understand where someone came from and still understand that what they did was wrong. Everybody has varying levels of victimhood and bullying. It's a continuum. But this inability to admit to either, this infallibility better than thou, is why many of us cannot connect. This idea that they are always the bad guys and we are always the good guys. But look, we're all human and we get old and complain on Facebook about our childhoods and politics. And then one day, we'll all be napping in the dirt. So while we're here, let's be excellent to each other. Now, even though I train martial arts and was even training back then, there's a reason why I'm not sharing a story of a fist fight I got into during school. Because what the hell is there to share? It's dumb. And I would only be doing it to A, brag, because B, I was ultimately insecure and C, I need you to validate that I'm a badass. And D, violent people also love stories like that. Especially if it teaches them that they were justified. And knowingly reinforcing negative behavior would only make me feel worse. It would only reinforce my own set of weaknesses. And out of that insecurity and all the mental states that come along with it would make me more capable of mistreating others because I wouldn't be able to handle my own emotions and I'd want to feel powerful. If I can remain calm and responsible, it will reflect. And if I cannot, it will also reflect. So be careful with all the braggarts in your lives, the ones you know personally, and especially the ones you don't. And with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, there are many. 
to them, they are the heroes. But to us, they may be our bullies, and they will feed on their power over us. The last time I saw Mike was during summer vacation. I can't remember what grade it was exactly. I remember I was walking around my neighborhood and I saw Mike walking towards me with the same scowl on his face. As we were about to walk past each other, he stopped and said, Hey, sorry, do you know what time it is? I looked at my watch and I told him the time. He thanked me and went on his way. I remember that because it was a simple act of treating me like a human being rather than his property. And that's what bullying is, treating others as your property, as yours to do with. I never saw Mike again. Now that's the show. If you enjoyed this episode and find this type of independent media worthwhile, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We have a lot more episodes like this one in the works, but need your financial support to keep the show running. Even a few dollars a month goes a long way. No one does what we do, and it's all being funded by you, the listener. In return for supporting us, you'll gain access to lots of bonus content along with our private Discord chat. Even if you can't support us, there's a lot of free bonus content there as well. We also have an online store if you want to show your Southpaw solidarity by wearing our swag. You can find all pertinent links at southpawpod.com. And if you can't afford to support the show and still want to help, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. This makes it easier for others to find us. And don't forget to share your favorite episodes or the podcast itself on social media. Tell your friends. Until next time, goodbye.